it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Welcome to Information Operation. We have a very important guest today. Vernon Jones is running for governor in the great state of Georgia where I was born and raised. He's going to primary Governor Brian Kemp, who allowed the election fraud to go forward last election cycle. And uh, Vernon was one of the first politicians to endorse President Trump, and he ended up switching parties from the Democratic Party to the Republican Party to run against Brian Kemp. Welcome, Vernon. Thank you for having me. Honored to be here, Todd. So look, there's been a lot in the news yesterday, especially on the fraud in Georgia. We had a, a verifiable proof of tally sheets being changed, votes being recounted, et cetera, et cetera. It just gets worse and worse every day. Um, I know you've said a lot about this, but where are you now on how we combat this in Georgia? Because a lot of people are getting very concerned, uh, to be honest. Well, I think what this shows is that what myself and others have said all along, that there were some uh, irregular activities and it's leading right down the track to fraud. And what takes most of us back is the fact that Brian Kemp did not want to investigate this. Brian Kemp did not want to call a special session. He does not want to do a forensic audit. What does he have to hide? Well, even though there are those out there who are hiding stuff, including Secretary of State, each day more and more stuff is coming out. You're right. Uh, and we're, we're going to see a lot more missing chain of ballot documents. Mm -hmm. uh, you're seeing tally uh, sheets missing. Uh, the, the, the egregious practices of how they carry the election out. Um, I always say this, and I said this from day one, there's a dead cat on the end of this line, and it's starting to surface right now. Uh, Todd, it just it does not make sense. And all people have been asking all along is for a free, fair, and transparent elections. And why is it that there have been those who stonewall, including the liberal media, who have pushed the narrative, oh, that there's nothing here. We need to still believe in Russia, Russia, Russia. Yeah. There's no fraud, fraud, fraud. Uh, we're not going for it. You're not going for it. Most Georgians aren't going for it. And here it is. It's starting to surface now. So is it time to move to a, a criminal phase here? Uh, you know, we're still in kind of the civil uh, discovery phase with Garland's trial and Mike Doherty's uh, lawsuit. Well, not trial, but lawsuit. When, when do we move to the criminal phase and, and how do we trust, you know, A.G. Cobb and the governor to do anything about it from the executive branch? Well, you can't trust the A.G., the Georgia A.G., because he was a part of it. He was part of the backroom deal with Stacey Abrams. Right. He's part of the swamp. You would think now... Uh, this is something that the Justice Department would send the FBI down and yeah. send U.S. prosecutors down to investigate what happened here. You would think they would be doing that. Um, but, yeah, it's time. You can't ask the GBI because the GBI reports to the governor and he and he's not going to get the GBI to do it. So we have to ask for the FBI. Believe it or not, there has to be an FBI investigation. 
Um, and I like to call on our congressional delegation, our Republican congressional delegation, to ask the FBI to come down and look at what's going on, going on here in Georgia elections. There's nothing wrong with the Georgia election law, even though I think it weakened the law by putting those uh, drop-off ballots in there, because that's what Stacey Abrams wanted into the law. But yeah. I think that there should be, again, an investigation. This is why it was so important to have that forensic audit. A lot of this would have come out months ago, but the governor just stonewalled it. And I got to tell you, um, the governor's in trouble and the governor needs to be investigated on why he has purposely held this up. Why do you think he allowed the fraud to go forward? Do you have a guess? I think his relationship with Dominion. I also mm -hmm. think he was he was embarrassed. He was so afraid of Stacey Abrams. He cut that deal with Stacey Abrams mm -hmm. uh, to allow her to come in. We use Stacey law, the state law, which was in itself an undisputed violation of the Constitution. Only the legislature can change election laws, not the state board of elections, not Stacey Abrams. Mm -hmm. And he got in it too deep. He got in too deep and didn't know what to do. So now he's he's drowning in quicksand. The more he wiggles the struggle to be free, the deeper he's getting. So uh, obviously we need to hold people accountable for this stuff. But do you think uh, Raffensperger knowingly certified a false election? Well, the governor actually certified it uh, yeah. when you look at it. Uh, but yeah. Raffensperger, he knew he had a monitor that he hired to monitor elections from November 3rd to November the 7th. He, that person produced a 29-page scathing report on the issues. Now, obviously, there are some issues because now you're seeing the Secretary of State under the new state law uh, that allows them to have counties and officials are going to receivership. Now he's talking about completely removing and firing all the election officials from Fulton County and reappointing them. Well, if there was not a problem with that, with his so-called perfect election, why is he doing that? Let me tell yeah. you, it's a swamp and it's wide and it's deep. And all of them are in this, from the Secretary of State, the Attorney General, and the Governor. There needs to be an overhaul of that whole entire leadership because they're the ones who jeopardize free, fair, and transparent elections in Georgia through their cover-ups. So there's been a lot of concern, uh, especially in North Atlanta, you know, Johns Creek area, and down about uh, possible CCP influence in Georgia politics. Uh, do you have any views on that at all, Chinese Communist Party? I can tell you this. There, there's enough to ask some questions. Uh, many people are concerned. And if you want to address their concerns, get those questions answered. I think Brian should come forward and tell people what his relationship has been and is with China. Yeah. So you have a contract with Georgia. Um, I, I've looked through it. You know, we've talked about the audits. Uh, what do you what do you think uh, on Dominion? Are, are you you want to set up a committee to study getting rid of machines? Is that correct? Well, first of all, day one, we do and we will order 159 county for recent audit mm -hmm. to really go through, examine what happened in our elections in 2020 and the Roth in 2021. Secondly, uh, immediately there will be a committee established, a blue ribbon committee. I'm not talking about political appointees. I'm not talking about somebody who who just uh, an appointee because he's a friend, but people that have the analytical skills to come together and look at our current apparatus system, knowing that there's a distrust uh, and come up with some uh, recommendations on how we can move forward and move forward with the system that people feel comfortable with. It seems that paper ballots is really all that feel, people feel comfortable with, but I guess we'll get to that point. Talk about the income tax. I mean, Georgia has a, a fairly high tax compared to Florida, its neighbor. Uh, I know you want to reduce it. Do you want to get rid of it? What are your thoughts there? Well, first of all, I think you and I agree that there are states that have no state income taxes. 
Florida being one of them. Mm-hmm. You look at Georgia, uh, we should be able to Georgia, if not, and I'm going to be certainly putting this at the forefront of my administration's agenda. Uh, we're going to look, if not completely eliminating the sales tax or if not significantly reducing the Georgia, I should say income tax, not sales tax, the income tax. And how do we do it? We do yeah. it through growing economy, do it through uh, increasing the sales tax on products. So it's consumption based. But we want to make sure that how do we do that? We look at it. We look at the revenues. What what will we what would it cost in terms of increasing the sales tax to be able to eliminate the state income taxes? And again, uh, you can't say it cannot be done. You can't say that it's not being done. Uh, it's happened in Florida and many other and several other states. And so that is something near and dear. I want people to keep their money at home, not return their money through some stimulus check. I want them to be able to keep their money at home uh, uh, in terms of state income taxes. It's, it's getting out of hand. And I think it's time for Georgia to go in that direction. And how do we grow this economy? We grow this economy with creating jobs. We grow this economy with people using uh, spending money, you know, money uh, spending or I should say that type of taxes, aggressive taxes based on spending. Uh, but uh, if people have more money to spend, they will spend. And at the same time, it takes a burden off many of us who pay in that, those income taxes where it should be, our tax should be based on consumption. You know, you, you, you pay based on what you spend. Uh, another issue that uh, is very, uh, I think, problematic in the Atlanta area, especially and also in Savannah and elsewhere, is child trafficking. Um, with the Democrats seem to be pushing kind of an anti-child agenda, uh, you know, from abortion on up. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on on children and how do we stop this trafficking, uh, especially with the, the southern border wide open now? Well, I've had a chance to visit the border, saw it mm-hmm. firsthand. Mm-hmm. saw the human trafficking, the drug trafficking. The cartels mm-hmm. have taken over all the major corridors. Matter of fact, the cartels now own the border uh, as a result, a direct result of the failed policies uh, by Joe Biden. And again, we lay that at the feet of who? Brian Kemp, because Brian Kemp responsible for our president and us losing two elections with U.S. Senate seats in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, obviously, um, Georgia does not need to be a sanctuary state as it relates to uh, illegals. When we when we find out people are illegal and they're here, uh, we're going to make sure that there are no sanctuary cities, that those illegals will be reported to ICE because ICE needs to know that. Uh, many of these sanctuary cities do not want their lower law, law enforcement agencies to report it. The other thing, too, I, I am very interested and I am very open to sending the National Guards down there on the border to assist uh, other National Guards coming from other states. Why? Because the federal government is failing. And if we don't do it, we're seeing more and more drugs, more and more gangs, more and more killings, uh, more and more violence and shootings in Georgia. And where's a lot of it coming from? Directly from across the border over Mexico. Uh, you're right, the Democratic Party, they're, they're, they've gone so far left that they support transgender operations for children and hormone injections. These are kids. You have to be 18 years old to, to just to vote and 21 to buy a pack of cigarettes. And you're going to allow this for their life changing, body changing and mind changing experiences at that early of an age, which they're just beginning to develop. No, I'm against that uh, and would go forward with a, with a ban against that type of activity happening in the state of Georgia. There's no room for that. There's zero room for that. You might get a chance if Alan West is elected in Texas to combine National Guard forces there. I think he's already said he would send the guard down there as well. Uh, your father was a vet, I read, and, and you've said you want to have Pledge of Allegiance in the schools. Um, is that something you'll implement? Yes, my father was a veteran. My father did serve in the Third Army under Patton. 
I had four other brothers to serve in the military as well. Uh, at the same time, um, I understand the importance of, su of supporting and, and helping veterans. Uh, they, they put their lives on the line for us. They took an oath to defend both the foreign and domestic. So we have to be there for them as well. Uh, when I look at veterans and veterans issues and you talk about the play pledge, I was raised as a patriot. Our veterans are patriots. Um, they are great Americans. And when we see now that kids are being taught to hate the flag, not to embrace the flag, how are you going to defend the flag in the event that you have to take an oath? You can't defend it if you've been taught to, to hate it. And that's what's happening with the, the left. Literally in schools, they are not embracing uh, uh, the American way. They're embracing communism, socialism, and Marxism. We cannot allow that to happen. That's why I want to ban CRT right off the bat. And I mm -hmm. think we should teach our, our children too, the, the bad, uh, I should say, the, the evils of communism and socialism and Marxism. Mm -hmm. But at the same time in Georgia, when I become governor, it's going to be uh, mandated every public school that we start the day out with the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. Kids need to be taught to honor that flag and taught what it stands for. One of the, uh, I guess, things you've noticed over the last decade is the left really trying to get rid of guns. And I think we know why now, because they decided that at some point they would try to force us into a more socialist communist system. So uh, talking, we've talked about CRT, the pledge. I mean, that leads right into the Second Amendment. Uh, how would you handle that as governor? Well, clearly they want to take away our Second Amendment. And I'm a defender mm -hmm. and a protector mm -hmm. of the Second Amendment. Won't mm -hmm. back off, back way or back down from that. They don't want criminals to have guns. Oh, but they also want their security law enforcement officers yes. to have guns and when they're securing them, but not you and me. And so Georgia, uh, I want to make sure Georgia will be on my watch through legislation and law, a constitutional carry state. We are not going to allow these local uh, cities that's led by these failed Democrats and their policies uh, to have a, a wild, wild west shootout without people having to protect, be able to protect themselves. You look across Atlanta and across the country, across the state and across this country, you're seeing in these Democratic led cities where they defunded the police. They don't support law enforcement. And you're seeing the rise on crime. No police chase policies. How are you going to apprehend a, a criminal if you don't chase them? There's something inherently wrong with that. But yeah. my administration, <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to stand strong on law enforcement, supporting them and supporting law enforcement. There's a big difference here. You know, you can hire and put more law, law enforcement officers on the streets. Sure, you can do that. But you cannot do anything more so that's more important than supporting those law enforcement officers when they're afraid to do their job because they're going to be indicted or they're going to be uh, fired for doing their job and that's the climate that's the environment you can hire the cops you can or you want to it's not it's not going to last that's not how uh you build a police department so is there anything else you want our, our audience to get out this will be on the georgia record our new paper so it'll be all over georgia and all over the nation actually on cd media so what, what do you want our audience to know about vernon jones well i want them to know that I have eight years of chief executive experience. I've run a government longer than Brian Kemp. Mm -hmm. I also have 12 years of legislative experience, and I have, which is more than Brian Kemp and Stacey Abrams. As a matter of fact, the only thing Stacey Abrams ever run was her mouth. I want people to know in Georgia, if we're going to win this election, I'm the only candidate that can be Stacey Abrams. I'm the only candidate that anybody in the Democratic Party put up that, that I can beat them. Brian Kemp, he's weak. He caved in on Stacey Abrams. The president doesn't trust him. You saw what happened with our elections. And you also saw that we lost two, again, United States Senate seats. So goes Georgia. So goes this country. Mm -hmm. I have the ability to do something Brian cannot do. 
I can grow the party. Not only grow the party through young people, but grow the party through those conservative minorities who traditionally been, been you know, they the Democrats have been taking their vote for granted, but they didn't trust the Republican Party. And I understand why, because the Republican Party didn't engage them. Donald mm-hmm. Trump laid a roadmap out there how you can engage the minority community and increase your votes by pre- providing jobs and creating business opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a country uh, that I believe that that we believe in American value, our American values, constitution is important to be a defender of the constitution. But at the same time, we have to put America first, put Georgia first. And that means being a nationalist, then call me a nationalist because I believe putting Georgia first and putting this country first. And so those want to be involved in this movement because it is a movement. Uh, With the fraud happening in our elections, with Governor Kemp uh, refusing to call a forensic audit, with him refusing to call for an investigation, even with more and more stuff coming out about the fraud. Uh, you want somebody that, that doesn't talk like Ron DeSantis and walk like Mitt Romney. You want someone with backbone, uh, had a spine to take the fight to the left and take the fight to Stacey Abrams and win this state. So please go to jonesforgeorgia.com and be a part of this, jonesforgeorgia.com. You can volunteer, register, and donate. We appreciate your support. Thank you, Vernon. I want to have you back on as your campaign progresses down the road. So thank you for your time. All right. Take care. Feel the burn.